0: Awful. And I find it so interesting that his whole thing was pushing what a high value man is. But now you've passed away, God rest your soul. You've got a GoFundMe page to fund for your funeral. So, where he- yeah. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. What?
1: oh sorry
0: sorry you know what there's a beauty in chaos i have to say
1: there's a beauty
0: in chaos if life isn't a little bit nuts then are you really living life you know hi guys and welcome to not your typical tea extra sugar (laughs) now I just want to let you guys know that we love, we love it here in the podcasting game. We love it because even when things are stressed out, we will pull it out the bag because we care about you guys and we care about our opinions being broadcasted. Um, <laughs> that sounds, that sounds so egotistical. We love <laughs> okay. people to hear our
1: opinions.
0: I, I was thinking about the other thing. I was like, well, if if you had to broadcast and only ever list only one person ever heard it, would you continue? Yes.
1: I think I think I would. Yeah, I think I would. Yeah, yeah. I think I would. All right. I'm still like uni right now. Oh my days. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I bounced, I bounced, I dropped out. Oh
0: god. Why why can't so we? we see... explain explain to the guys. So if you guys are listening to us, we're we're meeting on Zoom, as you guys know, because you know, we're an international podcast. We have um our guys in London, we have um Queen Esther in uh, um, Canada, but we've got a little background which is just sweeping all of us. Um, and so, also oh, with a gallery, we're on uh, in the uni, and I was giving the uni background, giving Esther some, I don't know, triggering Esther. PTSD. <laughs> I think I was meant to say. PTSD. <laughs> um, so we have to it. <laughs> we've had to change it. We've had to change it. But sorry, sorry, Coco B, you're going to introduce everybody? What do you want to do? Yes, I do. Um, so, guys, it's me, Coco B. Oh my God. Who else do we have here? It's me, Gus Jordan. Hi. It's me, Just Shez. Is that my name? <laughs> okay. And firstly, let's. Uh, yeah okay I'm gonna do this first firstly I've been analyzing the podcast and I've narrowed it down to two people who are the problem with our intros I know it's just me and Jester. I already know that you don't need to tell me out of those two people one person has a higher percentage of blame now I don't want to be specific (laughs) I don't want to be specific (laughs) I okay, Paul show who said that? Um I don't want to be specific, but just you know, you guys write into us and tell us who you think is the um stopgap in our look this shows. is not a shady podcast. If you're gonna say it, just put <laughs> it out who, like it who, is. who
1: is the Latavia and the Latoya of this destiny <laughs> child group right now.
0: Latavia, oh my god! I'm, I'd rather be. I'm
1: Latoya. happy to be Latoya. I'm okay, man. Oh, okay. oh man. <laughs>
0: you can't claim Latoya, Esther. I'm happy Latoya. You
1: have to okay, Latoya. I'll be Lata- I'll be Latavia Latvia wherever it was, man. That be me, man. I'll be her. Oh my god, that is funny. <laughs> I can't.
0: I can't believe you said you said Latvia. <laughs> <laughs> Shady. I mean, and I'm keeping out of this one because I think our listeners hear me cross every week, and actually, I mean, I, I've, I've left it with God. I've said God. Help these women introduce themselves, please, Lord. Cover them. Give them strength. Talk to their tongue. Let their tongue introduce them well in this next podcast. So right now, this is between you, Lord, and God. That's it. Uh right. So my shady, my shadiness aside, um, if you hear an extra little giggle, then we have a guest on with us today. So hi guest, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, so I'm not Coco B. I am
1: you
0: I forgot your name as well. Name. Yeah, I don't have a name. I'm just plain old Les. I'm just Les. Leslie. That's it. I don't okay. have a name. That's it. I'm not cool. You know? You what do have a name. Where can we find you? Okay, you do have a name and tell the people what you do and where we can find you, please. So, um, on the socials, <laughs> on the Facebook and on the Instagram, um, I'm Barnoral, uh, which is Barno and then E-L-L-E. Um, And what I do, I'm basically like a, well, I am a stay-at-home mama to be, but I have a project that I, a startup that I'm working on right now, um, and I'll tell you more about it later because it's, it's one of those things I can't, I just can't. I Leslie, can't, I can't. Leslie, I'm not even going to call out your full government name. You <laughs> better explain to the people them, okay. what so, Friday is okay cool right, let well. me do it like this <laughs> oh you'll block me um so Y Day is basically a clothing um, apparel startup that um we started last year and it is based around the West African or the Ghanaian culture um and so we create really cool slogan tees, and um the whole idea of the brand brand uh, it's called Y Day Apparel and the idea is that we I really want to um see the Ghanaian culture, which all of you all are figuring out, all the celebrities are figuring out The Ghana is the shiz. Um, I just want to the, 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 be a part of that, um, bringing everyone in, just promoting our culture, promoting our background and making sure that people are proud of where they come from. I want to, I want to, I, I would like to see like, um, you know how everyone in this country, a mainstay of one of their foods is curry. I would like to see Ghanaian food. I can be a mainstay in Ghanaian literature or Ghanaian language, so yeah, yeah. So that's the whole thing. That's what my dear pal is. I mean, and if you ever Love see it. me, sh- just Shez or Cheryl or Shez's Visual Diaries or any one mm-hmm. of my other aliases that I come under wearing any slogan tea, my favorite one is pay me mm-hmm. no in plantain or knowing Kwasi Asim, which do you know what? When I wear them. Mm. I actually forget that I'm wearing them, and then I get stared at. I get laughed—well, not laughed at, but they're like, <laughs> "No, quite the Like, I—it gets <laughs> so much attention that I think it's me <laughs> that's getting attention, but it's actually the shirts. <laughs> oh, that is so nice. It is really cool. Listen today, um, uh, I think one of our sisters was in was in the shop and in in um, I don't know, one of these shops, and somebody stopped and asked her about the what the hats that she was wearing, um. Yeah. And it was just, re- I was on the phone with her on FaceTime when it happened. And I was like, wait, that happens? So, yeah, I get it. It's, I'm going to keep working on it so that it makes sense, so that it stands out, guys.
1: So I mean, it, already, it already
0: stands out. It already makes sense. It's already a brilliant product. Thank you. Thank you so I agree. much. <sighs> just like Annie in that movie, Annie. <laughs>
1: No home. You're an orphan, you're a little orphan
0: oh guys, if anyone can relate to this and you do live in a family home, I'll tell you what, there's just some communal spaces that belong to nobody and everybody, and it is a savage world. A savage world. At this point, you should just record in your car. Cheryl. Cheryl, that is a great idea. If come in the future, I'm going to buy myself a little tennis in the garden. Okay. He said the car, not the garden. No, it's they not still, dramatic enough. It's not dramatic enough. I, I want to make store, a big um, statement. They still own uh, the, the garden is public property. It's true. Um, all right, let's get into things. Uh, dearly beloved, we are all gathered here. Hey. I
1: don't wrong know if
0: you're about to introduce <laughs> the topic. I don't know if it's okay <laughs> to laugh or not. Do, do you know Whoa. what? I'm gonna. I'm going to take all this out <laughs> because... No, don't take it out. <laughs> We're keeping this in. Esther was like... We're oh, keeping God. this yeah. in. Esther was like, Do, it... Do you know what it is? I'm under heavy duress and my brain was just like, right, reset, just start again. So, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about Kevin. <laughs> no, no, I'm not laughing at Kevin. I'm not laughing at that. I'm not laughing at Kevin or the situation. It's very sad. I'm laughing at mm. my brain making inappropriate connections at the wrong time so i apologize if anyone's offended by that but yeah let's get into this let's talk about kevin um so this week who is kevin because obviously Esther doesn't know who he is okay so um last week the news broke that um live coach and image stylist uh kevin samuels has passed away at the age of 56, if not 53, I think 56, Um, Esther, for you and everyone else who is not in touch with pop culture, um, Kevin Samuels is a gentleman who got infamous over the quarantine period because he would be very vocally, in his view, honest about where a single person sat in the hierarchy of, you know, looks and money and things like this. So a lot of his rhetoric was really um, harsh or he would just speak very bluntly and plainly. And so a lot of people who were super right wing, or is it left wing? I can never remember. One one of the wings. One of the wings, um, either heavily, one of the wings agreed with him. Some of the wings decided that he was extremely misogynistic and he spoke um, is it is it wings or is it is it based on like gender lines well i mean mean, it it is more gender lines but there there are both on both sides that either agree there are women that agree agree with him and there are men that don't like this that don't agree with him yeah Yeah. Mm. So he 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 has a YouTube and I think a podcast as well. And generally he would bring people onto his show and they would ask him, well, he would ask, what do you rate yourself? And they would give an answer. And then he would determine whether or not that was based on a bunch of questions, whether they rate ranked correctly between one and 10. And then he oh. told them different reasons why they wouldn't or how oh. they could improve. A lot of women found that to be extremely offensive, um, and felt that he was tearing down, especially black women. Um, and so he kind of gained this following from a lot of uh, people who felt like he was helping people in, a, in an honest way. And then a lot of people just felt like he was being so incredibly rude. Um, so I just wanted to get some of you guys' thoughts on wow. you know his work and legacy whilst he
1: was alive. I, I mean-, mean, could somebody share with me a quote or something that he said that we feel would be somewhat controversial because I'm I've I've, I've heard I there's a lot of say, so I would like uh, I don't know if you guys are actually listening so if you could share with me and I could kind of like Just, I can.
0: <laughs> just he, said that. Gonna... he said that <clears throat> yeah let me just give a little rundown and I will admit I've never listened to his whole episode because I also don't feel like I need to be um harassed in my spare time so Mm -hmm. I've never listened to one of his whole episodes um but but one of the I think one of the last things he said was that if you are a 35 year old woman who's single then you're a leftover like you're a leftover woman um, and you should act accordingly (laughs) and I feel like he said that and then he died the day after so bye
1: (laughs) yeah if if you're 35 what Wait, wait, If you are
0: 35, if you are 35-year-old this... woman and you're single, then you are yeah. a leftover woman because nobody wants your old ass if you are a 35 Oh really? Woman. Yeah, that's a real hey.
1: so, okay. Oh. So what if you're so mm, that's, mm, that's, that 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 would okay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Is interesting, isn't it? So so what, yeah. what was what was his rationale between um with the the being 35 and being single like what because his whole thing
0: was about um his whole thing was about um what how does he describe a a, A high value or a a low value woman yeah a high value or a low value man or woman and there were certain categories that you would have to fulfill in his eyes that will put you into either the high value bracket or the low value bracket okay Um, and Mm -hmm when it came to women generally if you are an average woman not particularly making a lot of money if you're obvious if you are of a certain weight because he talks a lot about women's weights um if you are above a certain age if you have children um yeah if you earn above a certain um wage as well. Those were all yeah. things that put you in the undesirable category for a high value man. Is so
1: that a, from okay. his
0: perspective?
1: From his perspective. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: This so is not anything statistical. No, no, no. It's from all his from his perspective. And I guess he classified himself as a high value man. Now what I find interesting because I I too did not, I was not interested in having him harass my mental state, mm-hmm. <laughs> like his, his delivery, even if some of the thing, I, I think I listened to one thing, where I was like, I, I actually can understand where you're coming from, mm. I remember what he was talking about, he was talking about like the nucleus family and um, like the importance of like making sure that families are like a unit there's some things that you listen and you understand but his delivery was so appalling Mm. and i will say disgusting in some instances that i brought myself to listen to more than three seconds right because i think why would i do that
1: to myself yeah
0: and and what will happen is women will call into his show Okay. Will have a, a perspective of how they view themselves. And he would have ripped that to shreds. Rightly so, or rightly whatever it may be. Maybe some some women actually needed some sort of, you know, actually, maybe you should think about this way. But his delivery was awful. Cool. Mm-hmm. Awful. And I find it so interesting that his whole thing was pushing what a high-value man is, but now you've passed away. God rest your soul. You've got a GoFundMe page to fund for your funeral. So where? You... No, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Were you really Is hiding a GoFundMe? Me? They've, they've got a whole a GoFundMe. You're lying for his funeral. You're lying because he died. I think in arrears. Huh? Oh. Yes. Yes. No, but I know. I knew that when they found his. I, I know that he died. Like like Twitter went in. And people tweeting were like, how can you be a high value man when you died living in like a an Airbnb with no no assets to your name and you're in debt? Like, how mm. did you die when the, when you have no next of like how are you a high value man when you have no next of kin, which is why the mm. media got the story of before your family? How like they that were was, just like going that in. Was so bad. Yeah. His mum found so I didn't bad. realize that he there's a GoFundMe for his funeral and he's talking about high value, low value. I think that's absolutely so, wild so um I want to get everyone's views on how two things firstly how people navigate their legacy when they're alive and how they want it to be seen once they pass away but the first thing that I wanted to understand was because I knew we were going to have a chat about this so I wanted to get a bit more information on who Kevin Samuels actually was and so I did lots of listening to lots of his podcast um because you know I love podding so I liked research um yeah, don't even know why I said that like that. Um, so <laughs> he, were, he called himself an image consultant and a life coach. Um, he believed that image was a language that was communicated before anyone ever spoke and that people can access the best packages of life if they were able to present themselves in a certain way. He right. was a chemical engineer. He studied chemical engineering um, at university. So he's got a degree in that. And then he decided that he wanted to switch to tele-sales when he was older. So he used that as an avenue to go to -to door-to-door office products, then advertising, marketing, and then most of his sales and stuff was interacting with lawyers and people who are high rollers and people in that kind of like, you know, mindset and world. Um, He said that most of us are taught to build and create wealth for ourselves. And that goes against the natural urge of being a labourer. Um, so if you can tap into building something for yourself by using the people around you then that's what's more important and so his key philosophy was really based in capitalism because what he was saying was that if a man and also centered around the man um, if a man wants to access the best kinds of um, lifestyles uh, he needs to be able to have the um, respect and admiration of his peers and a lot of that time that's by how you look and who you have on your arm and so he recalls the story of one time he went he wanted to move up in the company so he hired an escort to come with him Hi. to this company party yeah and he said to her we it's not there's nothing sexual at all I just need you because you are three language speaking gorgeous woman six foot something and so he said he takes us to this party he starts speaking to his um the people around there then he goes to the urinal, his boss comes in, he's like, well, you know, you know, wow, you know, Chloe, you know, she's quite a woman. Does he say say the race of this woman? What's the race? Yeah. He doesn't say the race of this woman, but I think for this, in this instance, that's irrelevant because he has viewed everything around him as tools to push him into a lifestyle. And really that's what high value and low value equates to me it's just about money and lifestyle which no, but is... the reason why I asked the question is because does does having that six foot blonde woman that speaks three languages is that the same value as having a six foot woman black black woman that speaks three languages do you know what I mean because his what... whole thing his whole thing was about pulling down black women so I suspect And this is just my own suspicion, not based on anything, but I suspect if you look further into that story, I wonder if the race of that woman would have been, if it it would have been a Caucasian woman. Well, he doesn't say the woman is black or blonde, but what he does say is that he could see the things around him being used as tools to elevate him to where he wants to go. So if we stop thinking of it as a personal thing to black women, but to almost all women, he wasn't, uh, yeah, because, you know, if, if we're going based off systemic problems, he would see that a white lady is more valuable, even though he doesn't say the race, than, you know, any other race, because it can push him into a circle that people will be like, oh, wow. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm. But I understand- I, I understand, is, I understand. Is, is that- Oh, no, go on, Izzy. I was just gonna say, I understand Cheryl's um, need to try and um, figure out where, which, which race the the woman fell fell in because it would further show you the sort of person that he was. If he's, um, you know, <coughs> assigning value system values to every single thing around him, it'd be really interesting to see whether um, when it comes to black women, where where their value fell. Because I know the people that you talk about that he kind of would counsel or he would he would rate. I'm assuming the majority of them. Well, all of them were black women is that right he would call up on his shows yeah.
1: not all am assuming of them, he... but
0: a, a large no some of them too. are white so some of them oh are white. yeah yeah he definitely spoke to non-black people but you know he, he let's be very clear he he said in an interview once he said in an interview once if i was being harsher than this before he blew up mm-hmm. then people would really start listening just like the way uh... donald trump said it just like the way derek jackson did it he knows that the value of of how to get more information and people viewing his page. So more of his stuff out there. So right. yeah. He was aiming at the really detriment. detriment of black women, which is absolutely. Um, which is the thing that is absolutely and I, I feel like nobody wants to acknowledge that that for some reason there seems to be this like this this understanding that if you somehow how I don't know, like verbally abuse and um Denigrate black women, you get more popular, you get more followers. Everyone's able to laugh at it. Um, it's almost a vital right passage, you know. We you see yeah. every few months there's a rapper who, who tweeted something about black women. It's almost vital right passage, and black women are just supposed to what? Sit there and just take it? Because mm. when black women now took to Twitter to voice their disgust about Kevin Sam- Samuels, there was so much mm. backlash. Like, oh, you know, you can't say that. Why are you speaking ill of the dead? Well, the dead spoke in love me, so now I'm speaking in love the dead. While he was I living, it. what what is it that you want wow. to do? I don't know, man. I don't I know. know. I don't know. I don't know. See, see, I, 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 I was thinking about it earlier, and I, I, and I remember when I, when it came out, I felt really, I felt the some of the things that immediately people ran to, um, to say was really. I thought it was harsh only because. And it puts you at the same base level that he's at, and it's not because I I don't you know I'm I'm a, because it, I don't want to speak ill of the dead. The dead's gone; they don't care. It's got nothing to do with them. And you can speak speak as ill as much as you want. The point is the people that they've left behind, and I I just wonder how many people in his own family who, um, regardless of what he did to the rest of the world, put out there, they still have their own their own you know attachments to him so are we any better by going really hardcore because I think I think like Cheryl said how you say something is half of of you know you trying to change or make a difference in wherever Mm -hmm. wherever you're speaking, wherever you are. So I think people that say Do you know what? I'm just a very honest person. If you you can either like it or lump it, take it or leave it. You you can be very honest. Your honesty is not the issue. Your delivery is the issue. Yeah, but also he's not very honest. But I
1: feel like um, I feel I feel very perplexed by this 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 Kevin Summers I I just judging by what you're saying, he obviously had. a motive and a a gender, like most people who want to control the masses to a certain extent, I I don't understand where the root of the experience so much controversy and hatred came from. So are we saying that since he's died, there was a divide when he was alive, right, I guess with people. And since he's died, there's still that same divide or people are, I mean, how, how is it looking in terms of kind of comments from, from individuals? So
0: I think that when he died, you obviously have the people who are really sympathetic and who, who are like, you know, we've lost an icon. It's so sad um, that he's died the way that he's died. You know, he's young, you know, that sort of thing, offering him sort of the, the the grace you would offer somebody who's died. Um, and then you have on the other side, and I would say mostly black women, but I've seen a lot of black men as well say, okay, so like, what's for dinner? I saw, through, I saw a few of those messages, like, well, oh. what's for dinner? What are we doing tomorrow? Like, okay. I saw, And I saw other women say, hmm, isn't it interesting that, you know, and comment on his death. Isn't it interesting that this high value man has died with no value at all? And I don't and I don't think that's I don't think that's that's I just don't think it's wrong to say because no. when when he was alive did he offer was he offering you grace no so in death like why is it that that he has died in a sad way I think a heart attack I believe um at, at a young age I think he was like I don't know 50? 53. that is yeah, that but when he was 53 but when he was alive I don't he didn't offer black woman grace so the idea that black women should be offering him grace mm. and sympathy when he's mm. died. when he's died because he's died i i find i find it really strange i, I find well, it really. well he, he was diagnosed with hodgkin's lymphoma at a young age i think in his 20s so risk of heart attack okay. was always higher for somebody like him mm, if i got okay. the um the diagnosis wrong i apologize but um he, he he, you know, when somebody is skating around life anyway, because you've got stuff that you're dealing with, illnesses and stuff, it's always interesting to me that you wouldn't want to go for the more valuable things in life like love, compassion, grace, connecting with people, knowing you might be on borrowed time. Why not do things that make people's life feel, you know, happier? And I think when he started, in all honesty, he may have been going for actually making people's lives better in his own way. I think what happened after a while is that the money's not in it if you're coming, you know, softly, softly, nicely, nicely. Softly. Mm. And he mm. was an image consultant. So he doesn't really care about what's really happening. It's how people view you in real life. Mm. And So the fact that we only knew this after his passing means that he probably was a really good image consultant because we only saw the image of him and it seemed mm. all tipped up. I mean, he would talk about taking women to really nice restaurants. He says he doesn't do relationships. He only does attachment, short-term stuff. And these are all signs of somebody who doesn't want to commit. Maybe doesn't want to, can't commit. I don't know. But you just kind of want... He's been he's been married. He's a divorcee. I think he's yeah, been three divorced three times, before. I think. He's got an adult daughter. So he had been... Three times. Okay, right. So for me it's it's just looking at it and saying like was it worth kind of image consulting to this extent where now you know you're by yourself I, I personally would never want to end up by myself uh-huh. and, and in terms of speaking ill of the never. dead <clears throat> it's tricky because I see people go ham on Hitler not a great comparison but you almost get no one ever talking about any of his redeeming qualities and that's because most people disagree with his actions so the question is should your actions define your whole character once you passed away the, the thing is that once you it, pass it, away you become it, you become frozen in time so you become this and naturally people do put you on a pedestal that na- once you, you're dead you become like an ode almost like Mm. things he achieved yeah he he might not have done it done things in the best way but you know he was this kind of person he's that kind of person i think you're right even though the hitler thing is quite extreme it's still whether he's dead or alive it still doesn't negate the fact that he was a terrible person
1: yeah and i think that's i think that's really Im- and I we think should
0: try really to glam- awesome. glamorize him once he's died like
1: you can't, yeah. You can't, you can't change the people's decisions, what they've made when they're alive, and de- death is inevitable. Um, so, if you're talking about legacy and the legacy that you're leaving behind, what's very interesting is that when Jay was talking about not giving people grace and how many people are deeply impacted and affected by his words and things that he, you know, things that he's obviously said, that's it's really affected um a lot of people and it's really kind of um going along with the the whole kind of stigma of of um devaluing um black women as a as a as a as a whole i think what's very strange is that you know you can see that it just sounds like he had a lot of things to say right and they were all right oh, if, if, if if who 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 is the battle really with because I think I, I see I see a man who's turned turmoil and battling himself more than anything that society is bringing him. Yes. I see a man that doesn't seem to yes. doesn't appear to love himself as much as he claims he does. He yes. puts a lot of value in the superficial yes. and aesthetics of a being, but not value as as, as in terms yes. of the internal spiritual mm-hmm. intellect as us as humans. There's more to us as humans. Um, than, the, than the physical, whether you're a Christian, a non-Christian, a Buddhist, yeah. a Muslim, you understand? There's so mm-hmm. much kind of evidence into what who we are as as more as people. And I, when I'm hearing what he's saying, yeah, you, I actually really <laughs> feel, and I just, this is going to sound probably quite bad. I feel mm-hmm. sorry for him. I feel I yeah. kind of feel sorry yeah. for the guy because I just I always see as you're on this cloud really just you're and you're floating and you're enjoying the moment of you know what you're bringing and the popularity and people tuning in and the likes and the views and oh I really idolize you and I respect you and so on and so forth but when these people go home at night and they sit there on their own I can't even imagine the internal moral, the battle that he's he's dealing with. And I'm not to say that I'm justifying what he's saying. I'm just seeing it from more of the psychological perspective and the spiritual perspective that he needed God, he needed Jesus. Because why else would you be such a person in this day and age, needing to spew so much hatred amongst ourselves? And also, what I find interesting is that I never see things as just a person working in isolation. I always see who has been infiltrated with that person to kind of bring. um um, more kind of views to the masses that's going to affect us so this has left such a mark again on us as black women black men it's another thing that is just kind of ongoing ongoing with with our race and then i i i guess when i when i've looked at some of the comments and i see a lot of men say you know oh you women just you know you're just hated you know you're just you guys are ridiculous and um, why you know he was talking facts he was spewing truth but you guys are just you no know, you know and again it's that it's that it's that hate so it's not only so not only has uh, you have kevin samuels but now you have the followers so you've got disciples right god jesus had yeah. disciples and whatever jesus yeah. preached the disciple preached right yeah um, and they and he then he they were told to spread the word spread the good news and not comparing him to Jesus, but it's a similar thing. If you're spewing hate, you're going to get followers and they're going to be spewing hate as well. And it's like, yeah. it's such that that toxicity is, it's reached the masses that like I'm actually, mm. it's quite disturbing. You it's know actually what? disturbing.
0: What's mad about Esther? Esther doesn't know anything about this guy, but you've perfectly summed up- Literally. What yep. he, the effect that he had on mm. in society. He was The community. Yeah, the, yeah. Hey. He had his disciples. that like, if you ever heard the rooms that were created on Clubhouse or whatever it may be, like there are people that genuinely stand by him, by his what what he was saying, by his delivery, and you're just like, this man places no emphasis on who you are as an as a human being.
1: Mm-hmm. and we'll
0: strip away all mm. of the money the the flashiness the this the, that you you are as a human being i don't think i've ever heard him no i've not heard too much no like the of, he doesn't he value to that no no well, mm. but he's speaking no. to people who care about moving up in the financial world and becoming mm. influential in those areas he really isn't talking to the person who is not interested in that real kind of connection to capitalism. That's Mm. what I took away from it. But can I ask you guys a question? Do you think Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Samuels, do you think Kevin Samuels is that different from what some of the magazines and newspapers and blog articles that are pushing us to lose weight in 10 days, find your perfect guy, do this, do that. Do you really think that he's not just an extension of what society values? You know, you exaggerated. Looking... Ex- he's an he's an exaggerated example of society,
1: right? Yeah, and he's, he's, he's everything everything that's wrong with society. That society is broken. And if yeah. we if we it
0: magnified, but mm. just
1: magnified exactly. And if we just mm. place if we, if we continue to place values, our values on aesthetics and and what's superficial. We're moving further and further away from God, right? So sometimes mm-hmm. people come with an agenda. Your agenda is not in Christ. You're gonna be moving the masses. The masses will be following you, and mm-hmm. you're moving people further and further away from God and the message and, the, and what God and what God wants from us. I, yeah. I, as a Christian, I can only come in as a Christian and what who I am and what I know. So when I hear things that don't seem right, even if these people do claim they're of God and they, they and they're doing certain things that for me just looks dysfunctional, I'm disconnecting as soon as possible. I'm pulling out that box I, I am I am turning off the light. I am switching off everything well, because, it's interesting I, because it's I, I, I just oh God. I I I I what I feel very kind of just disturbed about. I think Nick has really kind of interesting kind of facts on who this person was and, and capitalism and what it, what it does to us is, as people you know people you know we we do somewhat need money to survive to live day to day for food and so on and so forth Mm -hmm. but if 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 people say that money is the root of all evil right but for people money is the root of power so Mm -hmm. for me money might be the root of evil for me do you understand Mm -hmm. in terms of how far i'm willing to push myself but for other people money is the root of power so they're gonna be pushing themselves and listen to people that on the surface seem to be kind of pushing them to kind of have have more in terms of you know the, the material things. But I just I just what can can somebody just please explain to me how long this person had this kind of leverage over in us as individuals? Like how long was he doing these podcasts? When did he kind of really start?
0: Get yeah. <laughs> so he's been doing yeah. it for years. He's been doing it for years, but I think he's really popping in the last three years. I think oh, yeah. prior to okay. that, he had yeah. a much softer approach. He was dealing with face to face clients. And, you know, infamy is a real hell of a drug. It will get mm. you to feel the power that he's looking for mm. in attaching himself to because one of the things he did say was if you are not a high value man and you would like to be in high value circles then you need to have one of two things you need to have the network or you need to have the money and if you come in with the money it is not as valuable as the network so you can be a poorer person who knows lots of rich people and you which is what he was Mm-hmm. and then but if you are a, extremely rich people that is reclusive and nobody knows you nobody really likes you then you do not have as much influence as the poorer person so everything was really about kind of you know getting in there so if you strip that back you're like where mm-hmm. did you want to get into what were you really mm-hmm. trying to elevate yourself to go into and mm-hmm. actually that's but I don't I don't think his discussions about capitalism and finance if, if, if his podcast. And his show was solely about because there's a lot of there's a lot of books like that like Rich Dad Poor Dad um, you know all of the the books, books that come out you know yeah. about finance and capitalism and you know in order to make money you've got to be around certain people you've got to have a mindset blah 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 blah. Okay, fine. Like we understand we do live in a capitalist society. We get that. And
1: actually, uh, patriarchy
0: also assigns male value to finance. Like whatever. Like it. Like absolutely is part yeah. of it right or wrong that's what happened but i feel like that was one side of kevin samuel i thought like the other side where it where it went where it, it flipped for him was when he started talking about um, you know and he i think he mainly spoke about um heterosexual you know male male to female relationships and him then using that same kind of uh value mm-hmm. system
1: for mm, women mm.
0: and for humans and that's where that's where it becomes difficult because you can talk you, you can go and have your little show about finance you've got to be in the right room with the right people okay mm. okay fine fine but then now now we're we're telling women and it's and it's mainly black women and and actually there has to be a question as to why black women were calling into his show to for hear for this 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 dribble yeah. and to be part of this this nonsense but that's a whole other topic mm psychologically it's wild, but you're now then choosing to be somebody who can can say that this person has no value. How dangerous Um, is that? And if a black black man can say that about black women, so in one community, because we have to give it a racial element, why can't anyone else come now to to black women and say, well, you have no value. And Kevin Samuel, one of your own even said that. It it leaves black women so vulnerable and so nice. it's really difficult Google. hearing people like oh he's dead now you have to you know talk nice about him mm, nah
1: not afraid and i feel like every every mentor needs a mentor right so psychologists will have their supervisors they don't just go out and, and and deliver therapy they get they have supervisors that help them kind of you know unwind about things that they're dealing with with dealing with other with their clients right. and every mental right. needs a mentor so for yeah. me if I'm mentoring if I'm if I'm if I'm a, a, a pastor or a reverend or whatever you know God is my mentor right so I go to him when' I'm, I'm having difficulties or maybe a similar somebody in a similar line of work um, the absence of somebody like him having to, um, a source of guidance right guidance from and I, I only speak about God because that's all, for me what all I know you've got people that are damaged and broken speaking to the masses so what does that create? People with certain attachment styles, similar to him, will kind of pick up on this t- toxicity, right? And they will they will flock to it. Why? Because it, for them, it's like, okay, I'm I'm going to be I'm I don't value myself. So what I'm going to do is devalue everybody else in the process. You are not God to put value on people's lives. That's a huge exactly. thing that you are exactly. trying to. That's a huge thing that you're trying to tamper yeah. with. You are you are not infallible. So. I know that within the Catholic faith, they say that the priests are invaluable, right? So anything that's coming from the priest is coming from some so supposedly coming from God, and that means they're invaluable, they can't be challenged. Mm. Who made this man invaluable where he can put values on people's lives, people's souls, people's mental states, self-esteem, social awareness, attachment styles? You know, do you understand? For me, it mm-hmm. just seems a, it seems like a lot. And like Jay said, tuning into that as well knowing fully well that this man is spewing so much controversy what are we doing and then it leaves us vulnerable again as black women being in this situation where a, a black male has devalued us and then now what happens to, to, uh, to uh, items that are devalued
0: that you know what's are, what, really, bro- yeah. really really crazy like you're saying as to actually his um the majority of his audience um was was black women it wasn't actually the men so when he turned You're um, joking me. No, it was... it was, uh, What? Black women. So you remember, you said he started out as aiming for men and teaching men how to dress and how to come in with a power suit and then the network and net worth, et cetera. Um, yeah. and, uh, but then when he changed and targeted um, his videos towards women, that's where he made the money. So he would have stuff like... Um, Same um, as Daryl um, Jackson. Uh, uh, Oh really? Mm-hmm. The same. The same. So, so, I think what tends to happen is he um, starts off with the thing of um, um, sprucing the men up for the women for, for it to be accessible mm. to them. So you go in in that thing of, oh, look, someone's making sense and actually trying to you know sharpen them up. I don't have to do that much with them because a lot of women had figured out their power. They're empowered. They were working there. They have their money. Um, but so you're, you're basically trying to fix those guys and bring them up to the women's level. But then when he shifts, I don't know what time he did, but when he shifted, um, the kind of topics that he would kind of discuss would be things like, are modern women selfish? Um, are, um, uh, Oh God, I forgot, uh, something to do with narcissistic women. Um, are they driving men crazy? Um, so it was basically, and I think women would. Coming because it was unusual for a man to speak so boldly to mm. women to that that thing and I, I don't know what it was whether people just think it's um it's um it's like you know like like not fresh air but like you know oh like he's, he's like, if if you never listen to before. him it's a chess game Les it's a chess game mm. it's a chess game of word and wit mm. and a lot mm. of people want to come in and be Um, going back and forth with the Sherlock Holmes type of person so what Mm -hmm, he's saying mm -hmm. might not actually make any sense in the grander scheme of life but the person's like I remember one exchange where a woman was like um, he asked her she said it's not fair what he's saying to other women and he goes well have you ever been into a club and someone's let you in for free and she was like well yeah he goes well that's not fair to women who aren't as good looking as you but you accepted it because for you it benefited you and then when it stops benefiting you you have something to say I'll be honest with you yes. Jess move that was fantastic because he's not but wrong, that's what... but he's not right because you two wrongs don't make a right if that makes sense yeah and it's a false equivalent it's a false equivalency um I, I think I think if, if we're talking about kind of maybe like one of the things that Kevin Samuels has highlighted that I, I guess no one else has highlighted is how maybe um the neg- negativity towards black women feels, Familiar and comfortable, mm. maybe. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that's something I like met women calling in because yeah, I could not yeah. understand for the life of me why you would call in thinking you were going to get any other result than what you've been seeing beforehand. And
1: it's, because I think people, I think people think you know what is very is very interesting about women and us as women. And, and women who who are dating and every, and everything like that. This man has shown you his true colors, you know? The man has shown you who he is, and yet you think we you're gonna will change. still somewhat, some of us gravitate to this person thinking that actually he might shift or change because my circumstances, he's gonna show me some compassion, he's gonna show me some empathy. No, he's not. Like for me, it just sounded like he painted like this this whole thing and was like Jay was saying, you know, red was red, um, white was white and there was never anything in between mm-hmm. like there's no kind of um, level of compassion or, or or empathy or whatever it is for people's particular circumstances i think if you are as a man are going to devalue yeah. me as a black woman i'm not going to even give you the time of day to even kind Absolutely. of entertain that. I am, I am not doing that do you understand because i just think to myself it's it's really, really toxic. And I guess some women, again, are in agreement with what he's saying. So where do those women fit in? Because Because we we are saying that we're devalued, but there's some Black women who actually agree with what he's saying.
0: Yeah, but they're they're looking at it from the fact that, you know, because if you look at especially where where they are in the US, the whole system that you guys have talked about before uh, to do with incarceration and Black men being pulled out of the family, so, um, and he's bringing in some, some new system with this whole high value man thing that kind of seems to be building a block for people to stand upon and like raise themselves in a way. So he's trying to, so you, you come in from that angle. They think, well, if he can be right about that, then what this thing is not too far of a push. But like every other narcissist, he's, he's very good at um, taking a half truth, twisting it, uh-huh. Adding a bunch of lies, Word. like uh, kicking out the rest of the half truth that was there previously, filling finishing it with the rest of the lies, and then putting a cherry on top and selling it mm. to you. Mm. And I think that's what he's Very basically true. done.
1: Mm-hmm. Very true. I just, I just, I oh, don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know much. I, I don't, I could, I don't think I could ever listen to anything or any of his stuff because I just feel so kind of saddened by this particular individual. And you see how one person can impact on right. So many people really? because it takes one person to spread the word to spread the word to spread the word to spread the word and amongst yeah, our community little,
0: little baby I, you know when a spider gives birth When a spider give birth it like oh my god hundreds of babies yeah that's basically oh my god yeah. he just absolutely baby Ke- kevin samuels i know right. that was I love- really disgusting but
1: and all you're literally all he's done is he, he's preparing the next batch of kevin yeah. Samuel, isn't it yeah. because there'll be someone yeah. to follow him yeah and there'll be someone yeah. to follow him so that's why that's why discipleship is really important in christ because me if i'm going to follow the one word i'm going to follow the word of god i'm not trying to fast track my life on the basis of losing my soul to fast track my my life because of um what society norms are telling me i should do and w- w- all those other things because there's too much you know like nick said i'll get a man in 10 days how to you know this and that no it doesn't w- it doesn't work like that the real world is very different the spiritual world is is it's something even more different to that but for me it's interesting to see the next person that will come up with a similar start to this guy and how many people he's you know well, he's we're seeing seen. them but we're seeing them we're seeing the fit and fresh podcast we're seeing the male, we've already spoken about the
0: Alpha Male podcast, so we're already seeing it, and Kevin Samuels gave, I think that the difficult thing is that Kevin Samuels gave, I think a lot of men had these views, Kevin Samuels came, said them loudly, and gave permission for these men to say, oh good, I've been right, and mm. which is why, yeah. which is why Twitter exploded, and it's almost, it's almost like there's two camps, and actually, it's hard to see that because actually the men who support Kevin Simmons are black men. So there's a lot of black men who are basically, who are basically saying, well, there's only a certain value we're going to attribute to you. Mm. Kevin said, Kevin said, Kevin said, so, so what's the, what's the problem? You lot are not listening. You lot are being too sensitive. Okay, okay. cool. All right. And I, I know we've got to wrap up because it, it, it is a mini-sode, but I'll just say, and I don't, I don't want to stand on topic, but this is, I'm going to say it, but um, Shaquille O'Neal, you lot know big time, basketball player shaquille o'neal all the money multi-millionaire blah 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 him and his wife separated he, he i think divorced now maybe it's been a few years and remarried now i think or he, he goes, she's married i think she's married to an, a pastor another yeah. pa- a pastor somewhere anyway she looks, she looks like she's having a great time living her life a few months ago shaquille O'Neal was on a podcast and he said he said you know what the reason why we separated was because i messed up I messed up. I lost. I've lost my family. And then I think yesterday he tweeted and said, um, "Imagine I live in a thirty thousand squ- foot square house and I'm by myself." And I just thought, "Look at that!" Like, "Someone look tell Kevin." At that someone, someone call Kevin. Kevin. Back this and is, tell him. is is a high. He's the highest value. Highest this value man owns everything. Mm-hmm. He owns everything, and he. That one tweet alone, it was it was like one sentence. Was like mm-hmm. I'm a three thousand, yeah, whatever, and I'm alone. And and black and and I, when I'm seeing the the responses, black women were like, look at that isn't mm. that sad this mm. man is a high value man and he has no one and nobody he's lonely mm-hmm. black men were in the comments saying well at least he's got a thirty thousand square house and i just thought do you know what that's it that's it that's for me imbalance that's it i'm checking out that's imbalance. i'm checking yeah. out men were arguing well at least he's got a thirty thousand square foot house that's more than you have i thought mm. all right good <laughs> cool i literally was like i put my phone down i said cool on that Listen. note I'm
1: done with it. I'm, I'm done. done. It's where I'm we done. place. It's where it's, we place our value in it. It's where it's yeah. where it's where and yeah. where we place our value in. Because if yeah. we place our value on material wealth, that would be something that we're always striving for. If we place our value in our and 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 our wealth in Christ, then I'm going to I'm going to value and strive to be towards going towards um how God wants me to be. <laughs> and I feel like that's that's how I am. Like I I I cannot value, and I guess me being so introverted, there's reasons for that. Because I cannot <laughs> invest and put my worth and value in men mm. in this, of, of this caliber. And this is why the Bible tells us, do not trust in princes and so on and so forth. Because yes. this is people will sway you and lead you away, further and further and further away from God. More hatred against, amongst ourselves, more disparity mm-hmm. within our race, more segregation within our race. And then what does that mean for us who are trying to build and grow with our black men? We are yeah. going to be forever in a battle with them because they're battling themselves because they're following yeah. people who are in battles with themselves. So that a battle is not, it's endless. But so Christ comes over and wow. I'm done, man.
0: Wow. That's so done. The, that's I the bet. final word oh. from elder statesman Esther. Oh. Uh, she will be running for, uh, for political <laughs> office in 2025. So y'all vote for her because she got some bangs off her chest. Um, oh, our uh, guest mm-hmm. our esteemed guest les what, what hey. do you have any final words you know what I, when when uh Georgian was speaking um about shaquille O'Neal in his tweet all i can remember was that um the quote from solomon in i think it's Ecclesiastes, and he's saying meaningless meaningless everything is meaningless word. like mm. yes like the the word. Word, what he was saying was that 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 um if, if you put, instead of saying like meaningless, you say like vanity or it's futility, It's like useless. Like the African man will say, this is foolish. Everything is nothing. Everything is dust, air. At the end of the day, this guy, the meaning of a true high value man, that is Shaquille O'Neal, not in his worth, in his mansion that uh, Jordan quoted us, but it's his understanding of what real value is when he sat yeah. in this very expensive house. That is the real mm-hmm.
1: meaning of high-value man. Right? Yes.
0: He's figured it out. He's figured it out. Um, yes. So I hope with him, I hope he figures, I hope like, you know, he turns, you know, that that, that choice, that decision, the mistake that he made, he gets a chance to a reprieve to actually find what he needs because this, this, Kevin and, and all the people, this this is utterly meaningless, nothing. And, and we know it's meaningless because the man, where's the man now? This mm. man is not here to even mm. protect himself the Twitter Twitter sphere. So that's all I have to say. Wow. Well, we do have to I'll wrap up. Note. This yeah. is a mini Um, Thank you so much, ladies, for jumping into this subject with me. You know, rest in peace, Kevin Samuels. Obviously, any person is sad to an extent. Um, and especially for his family, his mum especially spoke out and said that, you know, hearing of her son's death through this means was tr- like so traumatizing you know Mm -hmm. so who knows what she's going through hearing what people really think about her child who she's raised all this time but you know it's fine because he we all have choices he made choices and sometimes Mm -hmm. there's just fall out from those choices um that being said and most importantly understood let's wrap this up um socials oh socials yeah sorry I knew there's something missing um so please we want to hear your views on this obviously this is quite a polarizing subject but we are so happy to hear whether you agree with us or disagree with us we do not mind we just love hearing from you guys so you can dm us or comment underneath um, our Instagram post at NotYourTypicalT underscore. You can also send us an email if you've got some more personal stuff that you really want to get off your chest. Um, you can send that to us at NotYourTypicalT t3 um, at gmail.com. And if you want to have and share and see what else we've got going on, then please follow us on Twitter um at NYTT Podcast or on our TikTok, which is not your typical tea okay. yeah that's right okay. yeah fantastic um so yeah please we want to hear from you guys because we don't believe in just everyone always having the same opinion you know a a, a healthy conversation always has two different sides or more um but that being said thank you so much les for joining us you oh, are... thank you so much thank you, les. thanks for having me that, les. Um, you
1: know what i forgot okay. that you guys
0: i thought i was listening to the podcast i was very quiet for a while i was like this is so good <laughs> I'm oh good. <laughs> Did you forget you were
1: we here? <laughs> I was
0: like, I know why I like these girls. Oh my God. And then it was like, oh gosh, you got to speak at some point. She you say something? But yeah. <laughs> words, 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 words. Um, Yeah. If you want to guys check out Y Day at Y Day Apparel on Instagram, give them a follow. They're doing big stuff. They've got some things in the works coming along. Yeah. And we've also got something interesting coming for you next week. So please set a reminder on your Spotify, Apple podcast whatever you listen to this on um because we have very special guests come in and we are very excited oh okay i mean on that note bye <laughs>